Hello everybody, I'm Peter Travers and welcome to Popcorn where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And if you're alive and breathing, you will be going to a movie called Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. My guest today, Kobe Smulders, has taken on the task of being in an action movie with Tom Cruise, which as I know from just watching this guy, had to have been a marathon. So Kobe, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Peter. Yes. Now, yes, to do anything with Tom Cruise is a competition. Well, listen, I am also a very competitive person. Good, so, so you just... I fit into this, this world very, uh, very well. It, you're right, there was a fair amount of training. We started training about, I would say, intensely training. The training started about six to eight weeks before we started shooting. Now I hear, mm -hmm. and it may be just apocryphal as a story, okay. that you very cleverly... Um, I don't know whether you were auditioning for the role, but mm. that you decided to break your leg to prepare yes, for an action as film. one decides to do, because <laughs> um, I just like challenges. I like to challenge myself. I, go, I don't want to better. use these legs for a while. I'm going to use these arms on crutches. Um, yeah, I broke my leg accidentally um, the summer before we started to shoot. And, uh, Accidentally, what was that? Like it was, it was so dumb. It was, I just like did a weird, I tripped in my apartment and I fell and I, I fractured my leg. So I was. So no glamour, you weren't like no, going. No, I didn't save anybody from a burning building or stop, you know, car. Or ski or, down a hill no, that no one else would Even did. that, even if it was like a sport accident, I'd feel better about myself. You should just yes, make it that was up. Hard, like, went, you know. <laughs> No. It was hard hobbling into Edwards Wick's office, who was our director and mm -hmm. writer of this film, for the first time and be like, I'm ready for an action movie. I have a broken leg. And how did I break it? Just falling. Just tripping. In my apartment. I'm ready for this. So I'm, I'm ready sure. for this intense <laughs> action movie. Um, sure. Yeah, I know. But somehow I convinced him to, to give me the role. And, uh, and, and the benefit for me was Tom has an amazing stunt team, an amazing group of trainers. And so it was really the best physiotherapy I probably could have gotten. I bet yeah. that, that yeah. is true. I became stronger than ever through but the process. But come on, you know, you're in the Avengers. <laughs> yes, but I'm a human in a, in a world of superhumans. And um, so usually, usually I'm using a weapon of sorts. You're and human, in, but you're an agent. I am an yeah, agent. Agents, I am yes. highly trained yeah. and, and, and very capable. I've but, seen you kill. But there's no, there's not, it's not as interesting doing a hand-to-hand -hand mm -hmm. combat scene. Mm -hmm. um, so this, this one was very hands-on. And also because we break out of prison and so we don't have any weapons and we're very much on the run. So we're sort of coming up with a way to defend ourselves in the moment. Well, we should explain that. We okay, let's explain that. We should do our due diligence. Yeah, I got, I got ahead of Tom myself. Tom has played uh, Jack Reacher before. Yes. Uh, if you're a fan of the Bleed Child books like mm -hmm. I am. This oh, you is, are? Have oh, you read these? The, the Jack Reachers? Come on. Yeah. You know, this is the 18th book. I know. And the new one is the 21st. Are you, yes. You're not playing with me. I'm glad that you you're know, a fan. Yes. So you must be, it. did you enjoy the first film? I did, because yeah. again, it's it's... All on its own. Yeah. And the same with this one. Yes. It's basically you don't have to know anything about No, you don't. Reacher. Yeah, you that is You find out true. little things about it. Yes. But I don't want to get into that. I want to get to you because okay. the great thing about uh, Major Susan Turner, who you play, mm -hmm. is that he kind of, you know, Reacher, he's like this homeless guy running around on highways, hitchhiking, yes. hitchhiking. with a toothbrush. Yes. He doesn't really settle on anyone. It's true. 
And you have his old job, right? I do, yeah. Uh, I have the office at the, um, we call it the 110th uh, military. Well, of course you do. Yeah. I know, exactly. The <laughs> military 110th. police unit. Mm -hmm. and uh, So you're an MP, but not only an MP, but the head of all Major, these. yes. Major. Major Susan Turner. It is a major thing. It was very exciting to play a woman within the military, and especially at that level. Yeah. Did you hang with the women in the military? Uh, I met a few. Um, and they our said, advisors Stop talking were mostly. To me. Uh, <laughs> there's too I've many got people. Work to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I, I spoke to many people within the military system who were either retired or still within it. Um, but I, I got most of my information ab about the military and specifically about f um, women in the military from documentaries, from from books, and um, from doing research and. Uh, it's a fascinating, I mean, it takes, it takes a really strong, tough, determined, stubborn woman to, um, to not only decide to enlist I within the military, but to rise within it. And um, I think it just involves so much more self-sacrifice. And not only that, but the amount of stress that these women have to take on, and not just women, but people within the military. I mean, these are life and death situations, and it's... And it's um, especially for the case of, of, of Major Susan Turner, you know, she has uh, the responsibility of many soldiers under her. And really the driving force for her throughout this movie is finding out what happened to her two soldiers who went overseas to do some investigation and then were murdered. Yeah. I like to think that this is, the, you know, this is a woman who wants to be able to go back to these families and explain exactly what happened and why it happened and, and, and really bring these people to justice. In a lot of action mm -hmm. movies like this, you get the macho hero. Yes. He comes in and says, it's Saves all about day. me. You yeah. stay home and I'll call you. Right, right. And this is not the case. No. You and is. Emily Blunt in yes. Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. You basically are going toe to toe mm -hmm. with this guy mm -hmm. and saying, uh, I could take care of myself, Bozo. Yes, yes. You know? Don't do me any favors. Yeah, and I think, you know, when I read the script, that is what I read and that was what was in the story. But I think it's a completely other thing when you start filming uh, a movie like this because you never know. I mean, Tom Cruise, he's a, he's, a, he's a huge star and he is so great in these movies and people want to see him in these movies. So luckily for me, it was really because of both him, both Tom and Ed, our director, they were constantly pushing my character to the front, which means putting Tom Cruise in the back seat for a little <laughs> bit and allowing me to, to be the driving force behind each scene. And that was really amazing and, and, and very giving for both of them. Kobe Smulders, how did this happen? How, how did you get to this point? In, in, well, because I love your name. It's a family name. Sure Kobe, it is. but short for Yacoba. <laughs> and Smulders Kobe is a family name. Kobe short for Yacoba. Yeah. So what is that? Because we know you're not one of us. We know that you're Canadian. <laughs> and I'm just, north of the border. You're yes. north of the border. Yeah. Um, my father's Dutch, and I was named after my great aunt, mm -hmm. um, who was called Jacoba but went by Kobe. I've never used Jacoba in my life other than on my driver's license. Yeah. But there you are in Canada, which mm -hmm. we here in uh, south of Canada uh, always think is covered with snow. Part and, of it is. But you're in Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver. I'm from Vancouver, yes, yes, um, which is beautiful. No, but I grew up in Vancouver, and um, I did theater in high school, and uh, I started modeling. And, uh, but then I, I hated it. I hated it, but I was able to travel. <laughs> hated and I it? Was able I hated to, it twice. Yes, I hated <laughs> it very, very much. Really hated it. Um, but I was able to travel and see the world and meet amazing people, and then... Um, 
I came home and actually registered into college and that summer before I went away to college, I befriended a lot of actors and started doing theater around town in the summer. How I does thought, one go about it. befriending actors? Well, there's a huge acting community in Vancouver. So that's it. And, and you it's just very sort of everybody knows everybody in Vancouver anyway. Mm -hmm. And so this, the circle within the circle is even smaller. And what was that moment that got you from that and from the theater into this crazy business you now call your own? Well, um... I uh, I got very lucky. I mean, I I started on a series um, which we shot in Toronto, which was for ABC. Really? Um, yeah, it was called Veritas the Quest. Look it up. We shot look an amazing thirteen episodes. Please get that. Get that. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and from that, I, I just did guest star roles. And the great thing about growing up in Canada is there's always stuff shooting. And they're always looking to hire, like, local Canadians mm -hmm. for, for every project that comes into town. So I benefited from that a lot. And then, truthfully, I, I mean, I, I jumped onto How I Met Your Mother when I was 22. I was very young. And, um, and that just luckily just went on for forever. It and went on for nine It went on for years. nine seasons, Now, yeah. that's a lifetime. It is a very How do you long say time. goodbye to those people? Well, you're forced to. Well, and in I a didn't movie, to. too, you say I didn't too. want to. <laughs> you mean for the first couple of months you didn't all gather? and? <laughs> no, I mean, it, I feel like starting a TV show is such a funny thing because you, you join together and you shoot this pilot. And you don't want to jinx anything because everyone gets along really well and it's such a lovely... For us, anyway, it was such a lovely group. It was such a great script. And then you're like, I don't know, let's see. And then they give you 13 episodes, and you're like, well, this has been so much fun. Imagine if it kept going. And then it went for the back nine. And it's every year, it was like, are we going to keep getting to do this? So I felt really spoiled because we did. Well, and it was a pretty big hit. After a while, you would know that it was going to continue. I well, I never, I mean, I... I don't know. I'm always like a pessimist when it comes to work. I always go, I'll, I'll never work again after every project. I don't so. see pessimism hovering about you. Not, not necessarily pessimism, but I go, I don't know. You know, well, who knows? This business is so fickle and you just never really quite know. I have to talk about it because when there was the finale, you couldn't talk about it. But now, right, knowing now, what, yeah, what happened, yes, yeah. I mean, so, you know, we're watching this show. Yes. If we're people that have watched it. Yes. And you... Marry Barney Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. And in that same episode, mm -hmm. three years later, you divorce yes. him. Yes. Divorce him and hook back up with Ted. Many years Many later. Many years later. Yes. But still, so that yes. thing should be called, because of the kids, yeah. how I met your stepmother. Right. And it was you. Yes. It was you all the time. It was a version, yes. It is a yes. version yes. of yes. you. So what yes. did people say to you when that happened? Well, Were I they think happy or were they furious? Um, I think it was a combination. I mean, <laughs> good. the greatest good thing reactions. that came out of it is that people were really impassioned by it overall. I mean, people were really, people really were big fans of the show, and, and some people liked the finale and some people didn't. I always thought that it was amazing that we used footage in our ninth year of doing a show that we shot when we did our pilot, that this is how the creators, um, Craig and Carter, always intended the show to end. And normally if a show goes and goes, things change and things shift, but they were able to, to complete it in the way that they, they wanted to. And I think that that's so rare. You know, it's almost like boyhood, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like it's, nine and years. I, and I just, I feel, I feel very fortunate to, to do that. And 
um, I really enjoyed the ending and, and, and shooting the entire last season was such an amazing experience because we were able to like, we knew this was our last season and, and we were able to sort of say our goodbyes and do, do all these scenes that we always wanted to do and it was pretty great. So have you put these uh, pesky people out of your mind and heart now? You know, these pesky people. people. All these people that you played with and acted with for nine years. Are no. they Does Neil Patrick Harris call and do you say not now? Oh I'm with no, people? we I see Neil all the time because he lives here in <coughs> okay, New York instead of why. I don't see, see the others as much because they all live in Los Angeles. Angeles. And yeah. you're in New York. And I'm in New York. Married to Taryn Killam. Married to who the great I just Taryn Killam. I love that guy. I do too. Saturday Night Live is not the same. Yes, I agree. But I he's agree. gone off to be a director. Yes, he directed else. his first film this summer, which I was in, called Why We're Killing Gunther. And, um, Why are we it's killing Gunther? Action. Well, you're going to have to watch the film to find out. <laughs> Arnold is in it. I know. <laughs> I know. Yes. I know. It was very exciting. Um, it's great. It's a great film. It's an, it's an action comedy, and it's, uh, it, it's a really, really wonderful film. And he and hired I'm, you. I know. I had to sleep with the director to get the part. <laughs> Often happens. I know. You know? It's, I know. A, it's a nasty business sometimes. Yes, it is. But if it's a good part. I know. It was know, a great part. Say, it was worth it. It was worth <clears> it. Because you two does, don't get to act together. No, he I mean. He has one scene. Yeah, I was about I to say, he did, he did a scene. He did like a little role. And, but he'd been on a sh their show a couple times, but we were never in a scene together. But they put us in a scene in the final season. When you're in your wedding dress. Yes. Marrying somebody else. Yes. What? I know. I think that was, I don't know, they wanted, they, it was a funny thing just to us, I think. But you, you're an action hero. That's and kind. You, you kind of are. I mean, okay, you're not the Hulk. You don't get to play that. But you No, know, but that'd be cool. That Hulk would, out. Who, which one of them would you want to be? I think it would be, be Hulk because it is, I don't know, it's also, I mean, Iron Man would be fun just because you have all the gadgets and the gizmos and you live in the tower. But, but um, Hulk, you can deal with your anger issues. Yeah. Which I don't but see do in you. But do you? I don't know if you really get it out, even as Hulk. I think you just, then you deal oh, with the remorse of, of the, it. Comes the out some of it comes out, yeah. Yeah. But you have all those scenes in those movies where you're all together in a everything, mm -hmm. everybody, that seems impossible to do. And Josh Whedon is like one of the people who yes. can make that happen. Yes, he is the, the, the one. He is the man. And um, they're great. I mean, for me, it's like, it's, it's I get to be privy to all these amazing actors and see them play out these scenes and then I butt in one time going, but about this? And then I can kind of sit back and watch and then, oh, but also this. Is that it? And then I sit back. <laughs> about this? Yes, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Well, so you could do that for an eternity. You I know? could. I will Who do it whenever they need me to do but it. But I want to talk a little bit before I say goodbye to okay. you today about yes. your indie career. There was a movie you did last year called mm -hmm. Results with yes. Guy Pierce that I mm -hmm. thought was tremendous. Oh, God, I'm it glad you liked so it. It was just so much fun. It was a lot of fun. And yet in the indie world that exists, mm -hmm. you don't get the Avengers audience. <laughs> you no, don't get that yeah, many no, I mean, people you don't, to do you it. You definitely don't get the box office. But I feel like, I don't know. I, there is something about, I mean, the, the festivals support the indie film, so you do sort of get a different attention for the filmmakers through that. Mm -hmm. I mean... I, I mean, I love making independent films. I love it so much. There's, there's an energy of um, collaboration that happens on these small sets that I really, really enjoy, where like one day you show up and you're like, I guess I'm gonna do craft service today, right? 
because nobody's, I'll just do it, it's okay. There's such a great um, unity that happens and, and an energy of everybody pitching in to, to make it the best film that, 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 it, that we can make. And also there's a lot of, that there's a lot more improv that happens on set on those, which are, which is always a fun well, challenge. Well, it is, you had one called Unexpected too, mm -hmm. you know, which where you could use your own experience as yes. a pregnant woman yes. into that. And then the intervention. Yes, yeah. Where you very cleverly use your experience with having a broken <laughs> leg. Yes. Oh, well, was that the actual broken no, leg? No, I mean, it was my broken leg, but I showed up. I broke my leg the day before we started shooting. So I sort of went to Clea Duvall, who's the director and writer, and I said, what do you want to do? Do you want to find somebody else, or do you want to use this, or should we hide it, or whatever? So we just decided to use it, and I think it worked quite well, actually. It did. For the script. She was um, a, a challenging woman. She's been in a very unhappy marriage mm -hmm. for, for a long time, and she's got three children, and it's... And now she has a broken leg on top mm -hmm. of it all. She's, she has reason to be But you, Kobe, frustrated. are in the happy place, which I love. You bet. Which brings us, because this is your first time. You've avoided me all these years. I um, can't believe I haven't been here until you now. You never have. I mean, I would say it and they'd say, oh, no. <laughs> you know, it was very disdainful. But Wow, you know, I'm sorry done, that I've created okay. that kind it's, of... It's all right. I, <laughs> I understand. But... This show always ends in song. It always oh, does. Oh, fantastic. It is great. Okay. Now, we talked before I went on about Bob Dylan. That yeah. key could be in your Bobby head. Bobby D. Bobby D, as you call him. Yeah. Well, just today, just in this just, moment. Well, it's okay. And then, of course, really memorable to me in the Robin Sparkles period was Let's Go to the Mall. Yes. You know? But yes. you may not be in that mood today. Anyway, I want whatever is in your head. I want a few strains of... Uh, um, should we do like... Let's go to the mall sung by Bob Dylan. Okay. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Come on, Tori. Let's go to the mall. You won't be sorry. Something like that. I can't, something <laughs> like that. Nobody will touch that. I guarantee it. I don't. This care was a harmonica. Was that I clear? know it was the harmonica, okay. <laughs> and that you weren't having a fit of nerves and okay, hiding your face. No, okay. that wasn't happening. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. It was great Such a to have you to here. Meet you, truly. It really yes. is. Okay, that wraps up another edition of the Popcorn with Peter Travers podcast. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can also find Popcorn on Twitter and Facebook at Popcorn ABC News. I also want to thank the people who helped produce this podcast. Angela Williams, Brian Fudge, Josh Cohen, David Fazekas, David Miller, Michael Rothman, Alexa Valiente, and the head of ABC News Digital, Dan Silver. I'll talk to you next Friday.